0: It's the Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB. Here's Rob Carney.
1: Welcome to the Wednesday, September 29th edition of the Heartland at Noon. Brought to you by Heritage Insurance and Purposed Financial. Working together to serve you better. Coming up today, we'll tell you all about COVID-19. The latest numbers. Tuesday, a record-setting day for the number of people in hospitals in our province. It's not good. Four hours from now, we'll know who all is running for the mayor's job in Moose Jaw. We currently have four locals who are running for mayor. Wayne Watermanuck, we had him on the show yesterday. Crystal Froze, Mike Simkins, they've been on the show. And yesterday, a man named Brett McCauley joined in on the fun. We'll tell you about him on the Heartland at Noon today. Moose Jaw Women Who Care. It's a new organization with an eye on raising awareness and funds for worthy charitable organizations in Moose Jaw. Nicole Lillico will be here to tell us more. And declawing your cat. It's now illegal in Saskatchewan. The Saskatchewan Veterinary Medical Association passed that bylaw earlier this month. Dr. Lisa Cunningham at the Moose Jaw Animal Clinic will be here to tell us more. Today on the Heartland of News.
0: You're listening to 800-CHAB Moose Jaw, a Golden West radio station. Discover Moose Jaw News for Ivermaine Place. Small-town life is great when you're surrounded by people with big hearts. Contact today for senior living opportunities at Ivermaine Place, Central Butte.
2: Good afternoon, I'm Haley Shirky. This Thursday is the National Day for Truth and Reconciliation. The day will be observed countrywide and is a time for all of us to remember the victims of the Canadian residential school system. Laurie Dietz, chair of the Waccamau Aboriginal Community Association, says they have a few things planned for the day. We are going to
3: create an orange shirt garden just outside of the public library and the art museum there. We are going to have some supplies to make orange shirts. And that gives everybody an opportunity, of course, to say a few kind words, whatever they like and feel is appropriate for that.
2: Later on in the evening, two documentaries will be shown for free at the Moose Jaw Cultural Centre. More information can be found at discovermoosejaw.com. Local limo and shuttle driver Wayne Watermanuk is running for mayor. He's passionate about improving our roads, intersections, and bridges. Watermanuk also wants to extend the weekly garbage pickup.
4: I just figure if we had that extra month and it's what, you know, I personally felt all along it should have been. It should have went May 1st to October 31st. Uh, main reason, springtime in May, that's when a lot of people are doing their yard cleanups and you, you really could use that, that weekly pickup.
2: He will be releasing pamphlets with more information on his campaign within the coming weeks. The NDP held a media conference calling out Scott Moe for ignoring public health and Saskatchewan children. Currently, kids are not required to isolate if they come in close contact with a COVID-19 case. Due to lack of involvement from the government, 250 schools in the province have had positive COVID-19 cases. Opposition education critic Carla Beck calls out the government for being careless during this fourth wave.
3: It doesn't make any sense for kids who've been in contact with someone who is sick with COVID to be able to go back to school Into crowded classrooms and
5: crowded daycare centers.
2: Beck also says the government can do the right thing by releasing a new effective plan. Ten deaths in connection to COVID-19 were reported yesterday, along with 449 new confirmed cases and 490 recoveries. 27 of the new cases are in the South Central Zone, 103 are in Saskatoon, and 48 are in Regina. 4,734 cases are considered active, 311 people are in hospital, with 246 receiving inpatient care, and 65 are in intensive care. People in anti-mask and anti-vax crowds have claimed masking mandates and vaccine requirements do certain things that violate the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. John White is a professor emeritus at the University of Regina and was one of the lawyers involved in creating the Canadian Constitution.
4: There are real limitations on these rights, and the anti vaxxers are just crazy when they uh, come out and say, it's against our charter rights, it's against our charter rights. Our charter rights are really, really complex,
2: (laughs) White says there's a balance between individual autonomy and the regulatory role of government in preventing the health care system from exceeding its capacity. He said it could be considered a charter violation if the government forced people to get vaccinated, but he does not believe it is a violation for the government to incentivize people to get their shots. Those wishing to be the next mayor of Moose Jaw have until 4 o'clock this afternoon to file nomination papers at City Hall. As of this morning, there are four names on the ballot. Brett McAuley joined the race yesterday. Current city councilor Crystal Froze, along with Mike Simpkins, and Wayne Watermanuck are the other locals to put their names forward. Moostraw was among a number of Saskatchewan centers to break weather records yesterday. We hit a high of 33 degrees, breaking the record high for September 28th, The old record was 31, set in 1967. Sixteen other communities hit record highs yesterday, including Indian Head, where the temperature reached 33 degrees, topping the old record of 31, set in 1890. And now, the Golden West Radio Money Scope for Aaron Rustin of Purposed Financial, bringing understanding and financial success to clients for over 35 years. The TSX is up 34 points, the Dow Jones is up 118 points, the NASDAQ is down 10 points, and the Canadian dollar is down at 78.32 cents U.S. And do you have a story to share? Click
5: Submit News on discovermoosejaw.com. The last four of 39 miners trapped deep below the surface in valleys, Tottenham Minor, Sudbury, Ontario, are out in good spirits and happy to be back with their loved ones. The workers were trapped on Sunday when a scoop bucket being sent underground detached and blocked the mine shaft some of the miners had to climb as much as the height of 2 CN towers to the surface Prime Minister Justin Trudeau plans to speak with Alberta Premier Jason Kenney today to offer federal help in battling soaring COVID-19 infections and hospitalizations Yesterday Kenney rejected introducing the firebreak economic lockdown that doctors are seeking Surveys in a report by the Business Development of Canada suggest more than 60% of businesses are experiencing widespread labour shortages that are limiting their growth. The report combines a survey of more than 1,200 Canadian entrepreneurs in May and a survey of 3,000 workers conducted in June. BDC's chief economist says the pandemic didn't create Canada's labour shortage, it just made an existing problem worse. English Heritage has unveiled a plaque in London outside the apartment where Diana, the Princess of Wales, one said she spent the happiest time of her life. Diana lived at 60 Colherne Court near the fashionable King's Road with a number of friends from 1979 to 1981, before she married Prince Charles. Curatorial director Anna Evis says it is fitting the blue plaque remembers Diana at the place where her life in the public eye first began. I'm Pam Fedick.
0: Now, discover Moose Jaw Sports.
1: It's Hockey Night in Moose Jaw tonight, opening night for the Saskatchewan Male AAA Hockey League. Moose Jaw's AAA Warriors playing host to the Esteban Bears tonight at Mosaic Place at 7 o'clock. Three other games in that league tonight, including Yorkton Maulers at Notre Dame to play the Hounds. That one's an 8 o'clock start. Our Moose Jaw Warriors getting set to open up the Western Hockey League regular season Friday night when they host Saskatoon Blades. Warriors reminding fans season tickets are ready to be picked up. The NHL preseason schedule featured a number of games last night. One Canadian team in action, Edmonton shut out Seattle Kraken 6-0. Connor McDavid scored a goal and set up two others. Eight games tonight, including Edmonton at Winnipeg. The Maple Leafs are in Ottawa, and the Calgary Flames are hosting Seattle. New York Yankees beat the Blue Jays seven two last night. Baltimore beat Boston four two. And the Seattle Mariners beat Oakland four two. So the American League wild card race is tight. The Yankees and Red Sox have the two spots right now. Seattle a half game behind Boston, and the Blue Jays are one game behind the Bo Sox. And CFL action on Tuesday night. The Ottawa Red Blacks surprise the Edmonton Elks 34-24. Both teams now 2-5 and five on the season. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders played the Stampeders in Calgary on Saturday night.
0: Now, your Discover Moose Jaw weather.
1: Not a record-setting day today, although it was yesterday we had a new record high. Mostly sunny, wind northwest at 30, gusting to 50, with a high of 22 today. Tonight clear, low plus 3, with a risk of frost. Tomorrow, sunny, wind southwest 30, the high 23. Friday, sunny, 24. Weekend, Saturday, sunny, 21. Sunday, sunny, 24. Yesterday's high, again, a record setter, 33 degrees. Normal high at this time of year, 16. Normal low, 2. Record high for today, 30 degrees set in 1967. Record low, minus 7 in 1961. Sun came up at 659, and it goes down at 645. This hour, Moose Jaw, 19. Regina, 17. Assiniboia Gravelberg, 17. Rockland Koronek, 17. Swift Current, 13. Elbow, 16. Davidson Watchers, 16. Once again, Assiniboia 17, Regina 17, and with the wind northwest at 37, gusting up to 50, and the relative humidity at 47%, it's 19 degrees in Moose Jaw. From World
0: Weather Incorporated, here's 800 CHAB Agriculture Weather Specialist, Drew Lerner. For Young's Equipment, your Case IH dealer in southern Saskatchewan.
6: Not much change will be occurring across Canada's prairies for the next seven days. That means continued warm, biased conditions and restricted rain, especially here in Saskatchewan. I'm meteorologist Drew Lerner for the Golden West Radio Network. Any precipitation that occurs in our province over the next week is certainly not expected to be meaningful, so it will evaporate away just about as quickly as it falls. We've already seen some record dry and record warm conditions in the eastern parts of the prairies over the past 30 days and looks like that's going to continue for just a little while longer. The specifics of our forecast though will offer at least a little bit of a wind change once in a while and temperatures are going to have a relatively steady diet of being in the lower to a few middle 20s over a big part of the forecast period. The next wave of hotter conditions if you want to call it that will likely evolve as we get into the weekend and early next week when we could get temperatures back into the upper 20s maybe pushing near 30 degrees in the southernmost part of the province. The nighttime lows are going to run mostly in the middle and upper single digits throughout much of the forecast period, but there will be a potential for a couple of locations to be as warm as 10 to 12 degrees, again near the U.S. border. The earliest that we could see some cooling of greater significance occurring across the region will be as we get into the latter part of next week, and at that point, a more significant surge of cooling is expected to occur, and it should be preceded by an opportunity for some rain, but until then, this week will certainly be dry biased. And it's not just Saskatchewan that's dealing with this environment. Manitoba and much of southern and eastern parts of Alberta are also included, as well as the entire northwestern U.S. plains. And the dryness continues right on to the south through much of the interior western United States, and this whole pattern is expected to show no changes for the same 7-10 to day period I've just mentioned for us. We expect the winds to be favorable for field work for a while, but we are going to see some windy conditions once in a while. Nothing too extreme, but south winds will be picking up again tomorrow afternoon, and that'll be pumping up some of the heat uh, into our region once again. The winds will be lighter on Friday going into Saturday. In fact, I don't see much breezy conditions coming back into the region for a little while, but when that cooler air starts to approach us from the west and later next week, we will see the winds increasing notably once again. For the Golden West Radio Network, I'm Meteor. Drew Lerner.
4: Tim here with Young's Equipment. Get more. 20% more capacity, 30% more speed, 70% more flex. The all-new Macdon FT2 gives you more of everything you need for harvesting performance from the company that brought you the original Flex Draper. Call your local Young's Equipment location or visit youngs.ca. Bigger, faster, flexier. Get more with the MacDon FD2 Flex Draper.
7: This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at noon on 800 CHAB.
1: The road report on the Heartland and Noon is brought to you by My Addictions Clothing Boutique. Eighty percent of women wear the wrong bra size. Get fit for free during the bra fitting clinic this Sunday. See My Addictions on Facebook for more information. Fresh stuff from Moose Jaw City Hall, Brown Street, twelfth to thirteenth. Water main break, first Northwest. Amenia to Stad. Water service leak there. That's right downtown. Sixth Avenue Northwest between Oxford and Hall water service leak there. Chestnut Avenue paving between Statuion and Hall streets just for today, and some paving on Thirteenth Northwest between Carlton and Grace as well today. And that's it. That's your road report. School zones in effect until six o'clock in most neighborhoods. Here in Moose Jaw, forty kilometers per hour or less. Now, today's Paul Martin Commentary.
8: Business people in this province demonstrated considerable financial acumen through the pandemic as they pivoted, coped, or did what they had to do to survive. That agility is borne out in the 2021 mid-year report on just how many businesses opened, closed, and were carrying on at the end of June. StatsCan says we started this year with 24,500 operating businesses. By the midpoint of the year, that had risen by 90 To get there, though, we witnessed roughly 6,600 fresh startups, slightly more than 6,000 closures, and the rest were described as reopened, meaning they had been closed or shuttered by health orders, and as those were lifted, those businesses were able to get rolling again. Now, in the national scene, the big story here was the reopening of the tourism businesses. In many regions, they had been ordered to stop operating completely by public health orders, but by the beginning of the summer, those regulations were being eased, and that allowed operators to welcome customers once again again as the number of functioning businesses in that market segment grew by roughly 45% from January to June. I'm Paul Martin.
9: Moose Jaw, notoriously entertaining. The best way to start your weekend
10: is at Moose Jaw's Homegrown Market. Every Saturday on Langdon Crescent from 8 to 1. Rain or shine, bring your family to Moose Jaw's Homegrown Market. Strike up some fun this weekend at the South Hill Bowling Center. Rock and Glow Bowling is back Friday and Saturday nights and Saturday afternoons. Knock down some pins with your friends and family. South Hill Bowling. Call 693-0955 to book your spot.
4: This is Greg Marston from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB.
1: COVID-19 update, uh, the daily routine. Tuesday, September 28th, yesterday, will go down as one of our worst days of this COVID-19 pandemic in Saskatchewan. We had an increase of 22 hospitalizations, giving us 311 COVID patients in hospitals, and that's a new high. Uh, we had never had over 300 in hospitals, and with that, a record 65 people are struggling in intensive care units province-wide. Ten new deaths were reported in connection to COVID-19 on Tuesday, and along with that, there were 446 new COVID-19 cases confirmed. 27 of the new confirmed cases are in the South Central Zone, giving us 236 active cases, and that's up three from Monday's numbers. of the new cases are in people who are not vaccinated. 4,734 cases are active currently province-wide. Effective on Friday, the provincial requirement for proof of vaccination or negative test will be implemented for public access to a list of establishments, businesses, and event venues that bring groups of people together. So as of Friday, indoor dining at restaurants, Nightclubs, bars, taverns, and other licensed establishments. Event and entertainment venues, from conference centers to casinos, movie theaters, concert venues, live music venues, museums, indoor facilities, hosting ticketed sporting events like Mosaic Place and the Warriors game on Friday night. Also, indoor fitness centers and gyms. Proof of vaccination will not be required for a number of others, including retail businesses, grocery stores, places of worship, fast food restaurants offering takeout and delivery, healthcare services, professional services or personal services, hotels or other lodging, and facilities using non-ticketed amateur or hosting non-ticketed amateur sporting events, including youth athletics and recreational leagues. Also, business meetings and places of business closed to the general public, unless otherwise directed by the business or the employer, Also, private gatherings held at public indoor venues, such as weddings and funerals, also exempt private gatherings at private residences. And children under the age of 12 are, of course, exempt from the proof of vaccination or negative test requirement. You can uh, check out uh, the latest. You can share the latest on COVID-19 if you check out discovermoosejaw.com. And then uh, there were four candidates. For the mayor's chair in the upcoming civic by-election, Crystal Froze, Mike Simpkins, and Wayne Watermanuk have been joined by Brett McCauley. His profile on the City of Moose Jaw website reads, Brett is a father of two who's resided in Moose Jaw for the past 12 years. Believing it's important to be a positive and active part of the community, he volunteers in youth sports, having coached hockey, football, and fastball. Employed as an IT professional for much of his career and now at Mosaic, Brett has become adept at problem-solving, being self-directed, communicating with diverse groups of people, maintaining a budget, and taking a leadership role. Moose Jaw is a wonderful place to live and raise a family, and for it to thrive and progress, strong leadership is key. Representing Moose Jaw's constituents, analyzing and scrutinizing current processes, and striving for improvement by listening and making positive changes is what Brett will bring to the table. This, he believes, what will make Moose Jaw a safe, attractive, and healthy community that flourishes for years to come. That's his profile on the City of Moose Jaw website. Uh, he is Brett McCauley and he's running for mayor and we're reaching out to Brett and he'll be on this program in the days to come if he agrees to that. Hey, have you heard about Leroy and Leroy? It's a local comedy team and they've become a YouTube and social media sensation. Leroy, the one in front of the camera, has made a number of guest appearances on a number of television shows and they post regularly with fresh takes on life here at home and across the prairies all surrounded by the theme there's always something to do while Leroy and Leroy have found running for mayor might be something to do here's a little piece of that
9: on November 3rd the good people of Moose Jaw are going
1: to be voting for mayor
9: And we think, it's time for a change. It's time to do things differently. It's time to take a detour and vote Leroy and Leroy for Mayor of Moose Jaw. Please keep the honking down while we're filming. (laughs) Uh, As you can see, we have many detours here in the friendly city and we think we should have more detours. Detours allow us to explore more of our city. The first thing we would change as mayor, putting more detours in. Detour please, detour. We think it's an absolute travesty that here in Moose Jaw, we have a river street with no river on it. If Leroy and Leroy are elected mayor, that's going to change. We'll install a river right down the middle of River Street. Totally doable. We have other creative solutions for Moose Jaw as well. One of them is changing street names, like Main Street South. It doesn't even meet with Main Street North. So we thought, you know what a better name would be? Leroy and Leroy Drive. That's right. We'll change Main Street South to Leroy and Leroy Drive because we think that is a great name. (laughs) If you elect Leroy and Leroy for mayor, we promise to keep all of our promises. And if we can't keep all of the promises, at least 75% of them. And you know, we'll work hard to make sure that at least half of our promises are kept so that you can trust us as mayor. As long as a quarter of our promises are in the bag, we think that we're doing a pretty good job. And you know what? Even if we can't keep any of our promises, we'll still try our best because that's what counts. Remember, November 3rd, vote Leroy and Leroy for Mayor of I'm Leroy. He's Leroy behind the camera. There's always something to do.
1: There's always something to do for Leroy and Leroy. That's just part of what is a very funny video from Leroy and Leroy running from air. You can check them out on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram, and they appreciate it. We'll take a time out and we'll be back to find out more about a new group called Moose Jaw Women Who Care. Nicole Lillico is a member of this group and she'll join us next on the Heartland at Noon.
0: The Bentley by Rivera is celebrating their 20th anniversary serving our community. This independent living retirement residence is offering rooms as low as $15.95. The Bentley by Rivera celebrating their 20th anniversary conveniently located near downtown Moose Jaw. The greatest rock, pop, and soul tunes of the 70s and 80s. It's Dick Bartley's Classic Hits. The songs you remember. Surrounded by headlines, personalities, interviews, TV trivia, pop culture, and more. Saturdays at 8 and Sundays at noon. Dick Bartley's Classic Hits. Brought to you by Primary Eye Care Center and Hoya Lenses. Jaw Funeral Home. Assiniboia Livestock Auction. Saskatchewan Wildlife Federation. And the greatest hits of all time. 800-CHAB.
4: This is Greg Marston from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB.
1: Moose Jaw Women Who Care. It's a group new to Moose Jaw raising awareness and funds... For Worthy Charitable Organizations in Moose Jaw, they have modeled their group on 100-plus women who care, which is an international group with similar objectives. Nicole Lillico is a member of this uh, relatively new group, and she joins us live in the studio on 800 CHAB today, and she said she's nervous. Your first time on the radio live?
3: Yes, it is.
1: (laughs) Did you get the adrenaline rush?
3: Yes, I definitely do.
1: I've been doing it for 36 years, and I still get it every day. <laughs> I'm addicted to it.
3: Yeah, that's awesome.
1: If you direct the energy in the right direction, you're, you're, you're okay, Nicole.
3: All right.
1: <laughs> I'll try to make you feel as comfortable as possible. Excellent. The, the only rule is you can't swear.
3: Okay. I'm and good with that.
1: Nobody ever dies. No. So we're good. Uh, Moose Jaw Women Who Care. Uh, Take us back to the start. It's a relatively new local organization.
3: Yes, it is. Our first event took place on March 20th, where we showcased Square One Communities here in Moose Jaw, which works with homelessness. We had Jody Oaks present and Megan Jasper share her lived experience. And of course, that was on Zoom because we were still in COVID as we are today.
1: So just got it going last spring, uh, and you're growing and recruiting.
3: Right. Yes, absolutely. We would like to invite women of Mooshaw and area to come and join our work as we work to support local, nonprofit, charitable organizations in our community to do the good work they do to make our community as healthy and strong as possible.
1: So uh, it's not really your own service club. I mean, it's a club, but you're supporting the other we're the organizations. Huh?
3: That's right. We're just a nonprofit group that's here to educate women in Jaw about the wonderful organizations in our community and the work they do, and how they can support those works here in Mussha and area.
1: So I'm assuming since you've modeled the group uh, on 100-plus women who care, you're looking for 100-plus members?
3: That would be wonderful, because if we can get 100 women, each giving $100 at each event, we raise $10,000 to support the work of the agency we are promoting.
1: Wonderful. How many do you have now? How many members?
3: We're probably at about 30 right now.
1: So we've got work to do.
3: Yes, we do. (laughs) COVID is not the best time to start a new Adventure?
1: No kidding. No <laughs> kidding. So it's a $100 fee to join up front with the money goes going to the charity, right?
3: Yes, that's right. They submit it directly to the charity or they can give it to the check to one of our members and we will deliver it to them for them.
1: Okay. Now I understand you're going to have three events a year. So would a member of uh, Moose Jaw Women Who Care have to pay $100 three times a year?
3: If they choose to come to each event, we have made it now so that they can choose which event they are able to come to so they do not feel obligated to pay the whole 300 if they only want to come to one, they're welcome to attend just one.
1: Okay, so no pressure. No. That's great. <laughs> Really good. Three events each year, and you mentioned you've had one event so far on Zoom. What are the plans for upcoming events?
3: Well, our next event is Wednesday, October sixth, from seven to eight PM, again on Zoom, um, and then we have one scheduled for February tenth as well. So.
1: So you're planning ahead. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. So how do you get involved? If somebody's listening thinking they might want to be a part of Moose Jaw Women Who Care, what's the first step?
3: Um, the easiest way to register is to email us at 100 at gmail dot com, or you can also go on our Moose Jaw Women Who Care Facebook page and send us a private message. That might be easier than remembering an email over the radio, but...
1: Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Facebook. Yes. That's where we get half of our news now. That's right. (laughs)
3: Accurate or otherwise. (laughs) You're right.
1: You're right. Moose Jaw Women Who Care. And I I imagine once we come out of this pandemic, uh, the the goal is to make it a a fun social club?
3: Yes, to do in-person events where we can build connections as women in our community and Learn about all the wonderful agencies here. Uh this we this time we're learning about Moose Jaw Family Services Inc. And their executive director, Brenda Zinn, is going to describe how their services impact individuals in our community from a variety of age groups.
1: It's all about people helping people. Here in the wonderful city of Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. The group is called Moose Jaw Women Who Care. Nicole Lillico is a part of that group. Who else is in?
3: Uh, Drop some names on us. Christine Wojcik, Della Ferguson, Jody Oaks, uh, Lynn Kirk, and my mind is drawing a blank. Uh, <laughs> Joni Brisbane is in there as well. So, and Krista Kosh. So that's sort of our steering committee. And so
1: Sounds like a pretty good lineup.
3: They are amazing women. I'm learning a lot from all of them.
1: Pretty good bunch. And what do you do?
3: I work for Kids First as a home visitor, supporting families to be the best they can be.
1: Awesome, good for you, and helping Moose Jaw women who care make life better right here in Moose Jaw. Are part of the uh, the group, or would like to learn more? Go to the Moose Jaw Women Who Care Facebook page. That's the easiest way to check them out. Nicole, anything else we need to add today?
3: I just want to say, you know, I can do things, you cannot, you can do things, I cannot, and together we can do great things, as Mother Teresa said, and that's the goal of Moose Jaw Women Who Care.
1: Awesome. Moose Jaw Women Who Care, Nicole Lillico, thanks so much for being here. Your your radio debut was uh, almost perfect.
3: Thank you, Rob. Have a
1: wonderful (laughs) day. You too. We'll take a time out and we'll be back. Declawing your cat is now a no-no. You can't do it. That story's next.
4: The tradition continues at the Mancota Stockman Great Company this Friday, October 1st. Yearlings and calves sell at 12 noon. Watch our sales on Dvauction.com. Our webpage has our sales schedule and market report, manacotastockman.com. Follow our Facebook page for all sale information. October 8th is calves and an all-class sale, followed by Manacota Select Video Sales. This Friday, we have a good number of yearlings and calves coming to town. Thanks for trusting us at your market of choice. Manacota Stockman, 478-2229.
7: This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB.
1: Declawing your cat is now illegal in Saskatchewan. The Saskatchewan Veterinary Medical Association passed the bylaw earlier this month. Discover Moose Jaw's Haley Shirky has more.
2: I talked to Lisa Cunningham, a veterinarian at the Moose Jaw Animal Clinic, about Saskatchewan becoming the latest province to ban cat declawing. Alright, so if you just want to start off by telling me what is cat declawing and why is it so invasive?
11: Uh, Cat declawing is amputating the toes at the first knuckle. So we are removing um, the whole claw and the tip of the toe um, at every toenail. On the, usually just the front paws. Most people were doing front declaws, but there were some cats who were declawed all the way around, so all four paws. And so, why would people choose to get this procedure done? Um, sometimes it was for destructive clawing. That's the most common one. So cats sharpen their claws and they were clawing on furniture and damaging it, and sometimes on carpets or flooring. Uh, some people sort of misguidedly thought that it would reduce aggression, um, but most of the time if you remove their claws and they're already aggressive, they just start biting instead. So the most common reason for declaws was to protect um, household furniture and basically stop destruction from the nails.
2: Okay, and so now that um, declawing is banned, What can people do to help their cat avoid damaging furniture? easiest things to do are to either keep the nails cut really short
11: and provide um, good scratching surfaces. So all cats will will sharpen their claws and oftentimes if we provide them good scratching posts, that's enough. Um, if they still continue to do that, there are products that we can put over their nails. So there's these plastic things called soft paws and they get glued to their nails to prevent them from clawing furniture and, and things like that. Um, we can help you put them on or you can put them on yourself, but there are products available. Um and the other one is just making sure when they're young kittens to train them to scratch on their scratching posts. So um, if they are scratching in an inappropriate object, we either have to remove that object for a while or get a scratching post in front of it to prevent them from scratching in.
2: Cat decline, how does it feel for the cat?
11: Yeah, it's it's pretty painful. So that's the real main reason for the ban is is that it is a very painful procedure when it's done. Now, when it was done in the clinics, they were doing a lot of pain control, but we weren't 100% controlling the pain. And it also can alter the way they bear weight on their feet for their whole lives. So sometimes declawed cats have difficulty jumping for their whole lives. Even past the initial pain, they don't land right and they don't weight bear right on their feet. So those were the major concerns is it can impact a cat for their whole life.
2: Yeah, and I feel like no one wants the tip of their toes being cut off, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it um, it seems pretty
11: aggressive when you think of the, the amputation of all of the tip of their toes, right?
2: Right. Well, I personally don't have any cats, and so when I saw this, I was a little bit confused because cat declawing sounds just like cutting their nails, but once you look into it, it does yeah, sound pretty... it is. <laughs> it is definitely more than a minor surgical procedure, right? Yeah, definitely. And so Mm -hmm. why do you think it took so long to ban it in this province? Um,
11: I think it was... It's been coming for a long time, and there was a lot of resistance to the to the switch. And I think it's because lots of people have declawed cats, so when they have indoor cats and they're they are sure they're not going to scratch things. It's a scare for them to get a new cat and think that they may not be able to get it declawed um, because they're used to that. So sometimes change just takes a while. And um, I mean, we've been talking about this ban for probably 10 years at the. At the annual AGM every year, so it's one of the discussions that's gone around in the vet circles for a very long time, and the procedure has been considered not our favorite for a long time. So I think it just sometimes takes time to to get everybody on board.
1: And our uh, thanks to uh, Dr. Lisa Cunningham from the Moose Jaw Animal Clinic uh, for that explanation. Decline the cat is no longer an option, and I think that's probably a good thing, right? we'll take a time out more heartland at noon coming up i'll let you know what's open and what's not when it comes to uh, city facilities and services tomorrow on uh, on a very special day
5: and now another rock and roll history lesson on 800 CHAB
9: stadium concerts are something all bands strive to play playing on a massive stage in front of an even larger audience who wouldn't want that In the 60s, however, that was almost unheard of. The Beatles were the first band to ever play a stadium gig in 1965 at Shea Stadium in front of over 55,000 fans. However, technology was not what it is today. And many could not even hear the music because of all the screaming, including the Beatles themselves. The constant screaming at concerts was ultimately one of the reasons the Beatles quit touring so early in their career. They then focused on more extravagant songs that they didn't need to worry about playing live, which brought us such masterpieces as Revolver, Sgt. Pepper, and Abbey Road.
0: This has been another rock and roll history lesson brought to you by
9: Culligan Water and Moostra. Better water, pure and simple. KCS Marketing, a division of Kathy's Custom Stitchery, putting your name on almost anything since 1989. KCSMarketing.ca. Thanks for supporting local. Dignity Bath. Safety, comfort, dignity.
0: And Community Service Radio, 800 CHAB.
4: This is Greg Marston from Heritage Insurance and you're listening to The Heartland at noon on 800 CHAB.
1: Tomorrow is a national day of truth and reconciliation across the country. Orange shirt day, right? They'll uh, they'll be doing that what's it's uh, ties together so perfectly. So Thursday, tomorrow, September 30th, National Day of Truth and Reconciliation. For uh, many, uh, it'll be a quote-unquote holiday, a day to reflect, and uh, a day for National Truth and Reconciliation. Uh, So a lot of places uh, will be closed. Uh, Schools are in session. um, In recognition of National Day of Truth and Reconciliation, the city of Moose Jaw, Uh, wants us to know what facilities and services uh, will be in service and and not in service. Uh, City Hall will be closed tomorrow. No city transit. Waste Collection, Zone 7 and 8 is scheduled. Recycling Collection, Zone 5, also as scheduled. Sanitary Landfill will be open tomorrow from 7 a.m. until 8 p.m. Kinsman Sports Planks open regular hours tomorrow. Yara Center will also be open regular hours. And they're asking that you book recreation activities with the online rec registration link at moosejaw.ca or with the free city app. Mosaic Place box office is open tomorrow, 11.30 till 4, and the ICE is open for reservations as well. Moose Jaw Public Library will be closed tomorrow. Moose Jaw Museum and Art Gallery office is closed, but the gallery is open from 1 till 5. At the uh, regular meeting of City Council on Monday, September 13th, Council unanimously approved a resolution for the city to support activities of the Waccamaw Aboriginal Community Association on September 30th. And uh, Waka, as you've heard on this program and in the news today, uh, they'll have uh, an event in conjunction with the Moose Jaw Multicultural Council uh, at Crescent Park tomorrow afternoon in and around the Moose Jaw Museum and Art Gallery. And flags at City Hall will be lowered to half-mast and the City City Hall clock tower light will be orange tomorrow in recognition of the National Day of Truth and Reconciliation. It was just a few days ago, uh, the Kinsman Arena, uh, well, the city of Moose Child, let us know the Kinsman Arena, uh, would be open for public skating and shinny, and it is. Public skating, sticks and pucks and shinny leagues are all running this fall, and there's a new Tuesday afternoon skate, new Saturday afternoon free sticks and pucks skate, uh, a noon hour skate, a variety of evening and weekend skates for families. And thanks to funding from SAS Lotteries and Saskatchewan Parks and Recreation, it's made possible for the free weekly skate times this season that's great news discover moose jaw sean slatt with scott Osmochenko, the recreation services manager at moose jaw city hall first of all uh, scott could you tell us a little bit
10: about some of the new programming that's coming to the kinsman sportsplex arena
12: Yeah, for sure. So we are excited to announce our uh, indoor public skating program again, Um, and more importantly, we are uh, happy to announce that we have some afternoon times, uh, again, some sticks and puck times, and we are working on some very exciting shinny leagues this year for adults, seniors, teens, and families, so they can kind of enjoy uh, a time to play shinny inside.
10: I understand there's some additional funding from Saskatchewan Lotteries and the Saskatchewan Parks Recreation yeah. Association. Uh, Can you Absolutely. just tell me a little bit about those and uh, what they're going towards?
12: For sure, so that is uh, kind of our programs in, or our department's initiative to offer more free programming, so we are um, working on some Friday night free times, some free sticks and pucks, and then especially over the holidays and school breaks we're we're going to program free skating for those days. so all that funding from you know buying your lottery tickets and from the uh, Saskatchewan Parks and Recreation Association go towards uh, just offsetting the costs so we can provide more free programs.
7: Very
10: perfect. Now, with some of these um, indoor skating and whatnot, uh, what are the COVID, uh, protoc- or COVID protocols?
12: Right. So COVID protocol is actually very similar to last year at this time. So we are asking everyone just to you know respect the masking mandate when they're coming in the building, um, uh, using the change rooms. But as of right now, anyone under the age of 18 can remove their mask when they're skating. Um, and then we are working very closely right now with the province to determine what the um, procedures will be for after october 1st if you're allowed to remove your mask if you have certain vaccinations related to that policy Um, but the good news is is that we are going to be able to offer the program um, to everyone and as we find out more information on covid we'll definitely communicate that with everyone so Basically, bottom line is we just ask everyone to wear their masks and those under the 18 can take their mask off when they're on the ice.
10: All right, perfect. I guess just finally then, uh, has it been a while since you guys have been able to have the public uh, skates due to the pandemic?
12: Yeah, public skating. We were able to offer public skating throughout the pandemic at the Kinsman Sportsplex. Um, Basically, we did have uh, very reduced numbers and we did have to cancel all of our shinny programs and the sticks and pox programs just didn't go over very well so we are you know kind of I guess excited and optimistic that we look like we'll be able to keep the uh the facilities opened and offer these programs throughout the winter of 2020 and 2022. Perfect
10: and like swimming do uh, people have to sign up for times to go?
12: Yeah that's the best way to do it um the ice schedule is you don't it's not required but it's definitely going to help you speed up the process uh you just check in at the front desk you'll get your ticket and go right to the ice rather than kind of stand in line and wait to, to pay so again we just encourage everyone to register online and also the we do have like memberships for the whole year for public skating and they are very very reasonable so um you know, just for an example, the skate for the whole year for your family it's ninety dollars and, and uh seventy five cents. So very inexpensive. It might make your might make your winter even better and more economical just buying a season pass.
10: Alright, perfect. That's what all I had, Scott, unless there's anything else you'd like to add.
12: No, I think just the best time is look at the schedules. I mean we do have our our regular weekly schedules. But again, we do have some, we'll have some special holidays, some school breaks, uh, as well in there. So just keep looking, uh, online at the website or vi- or, or visit the website to find all the specific dates. So, uh, but yeah, sk- skating is a great way to s- to stay active in a good winter, winter activity. So just encourage everyone to, to visit the Kinsmen or the, or the uh, Playmore Palace and enjoy, uh, some winter activities.
1: Scott Osmachenko, Recreation Services Manager at Moose Jaw City Hall. Be good to get out on the ice and do a little skating this winter, and it's out there. It's available now. Uh, I think that the Playmore opens up next month, as I recall. Uh, Kinsman Sportsplex Arena is now open. Hey, the uh, Pet Value Perfect Pet Contest, getting down to uh, the final couple of days here. Uh, If you're ready to show off your perfect pet, well, get ready because we'll have a new game next month. We're down to the final five right now. You see, we're teaming up with our friends at Pet Value to show off your furry, scaly, feathery, barking, meowing, swimming, jumping, or crawling pets. And each month, we draw five pets for a showdown. The pet with the most votes will win a $50 gift card from our friends at Pet Value. Pet value, the perfect pet contest. Plus, you get the title of perfect pet. So get an entry in every month. We're down to the final five. We have been for about a week now. There's Risa the dog. There's Buddy. I think Buddy's a guinea pig. Maybe a hamster. I don't know. Uh, and then there's Cordella, the cat, or Cordelia, the cat. There's Rio the Dog. I like Rio. And uh Felix the cat. So uh you can vote. So you click on the pet you want to vote for. And then the results come up. And it looks like Buddy and Felix, Buddy the rodent and Felix the uh, cat, are tied for top spot right now. Your vote could break that tie. It's the Pet Value Perfect Pet Contest. Pet Value, your pet, your store. You can find this contest under quick links on discovermoosejohn.com. So we've talked about skating. We've talked about uh, all the possibilities for playing some indoor shinny. It's also basketball season. Not every kid wants to play on the school team, and sometimes there's not enough room for all the kids to play on the school teams. Enter the Moose Jaw Minor Basketball Association. We'll hear from Rona Johnson next.
0: 800-CHAB, connecting the community.
3: Verna Kurgan, coach with the Kinsman Moose Jaw Speed Skating Club. We have uh, an opportunity for anyone that's interested. Try speed skating. Anyone, hockey players, figure skaters, recreational skaters, come out and give it a try. Sunday, October the 3rd and October the 10th from 3.15 to 4.15. We'll suit you up with skates, some equipment. Bring a helmet if you've got a helmet. A great opportunity. It's free. Speedskating at gmail.com and you can get details there. Also, uh, go to a Facebook page, Kinsman Moose Jaw Speed Skating Club.
0: Connecting the community. Brought to you by Moose Jaw Pharmasave. Serving Moose Jaw and area since 1916. Live well with Pharmasave. Moose Jaw Truck Shop, your number one diesel truck repair experts. Visit Moose Jaw Truck Shop on Facebook for more information. And Community Service Radio, (gasps) 800-CHAB. Discover Bootstraw Weather for Prairie Heart Mobility. Make life easier with quality mobility products. Discover your options at prairieheartmobility.com.
5: Today is mainly sunny, wind coming from the northwest at 30 kilometers per hour, gusting up to 50 and a high of 22. Tonight will be clear with a low of plus 3 and a risk of frost. Tomorrow will be sunny, wind coming from the southwest at 30 kilometers per hour near noon and a high of 23. Tomorrow night, clear with a low of 6. Friday, sunny with a high of 24. Saturday, sunny with a high of 21. Sunday, also sunny with a high of 24. For complete online weather any time, click on DiscoverMooseJaw.com or the MooseJaw Live app. I'm Catherine Ludwig.
7: This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB.
1: A reminder from the city of Moose Jaw that uh, bi-weekly waste collection returns in October and that starts on Friday. So waste collection in each zone will occur every two weeks as per the 2021 collection schedule. Bi-weekly waste collection will be in effect from October 1st through May 31st. Further, the city has designated Saturday, October 23rd and Sunday, October 24th as free yard waste weekend. During yard waste weekend, the city will waive the $10 residential tipping fee at the landfill for people who want to dispose of organic yard waste such as leaves, grass clippings, and pruned branches no larger than one inch in diameter. Uh, residents may transport their organic yard waste in trailers behind their light vehicles. However, dual axle and commercial trucks are not eligible for the fee waiver. Uh, basketball season. It's a local effort to include all youth in the great sport of basketball. The Moose Jaw Minor Basketball Association. Moving forward at this point with a plan to deliver a full schedule. Discover Moose Jaw's Haley Shirky has More.
2: I talked to Rona Johnson with the Moose Jaw Minor Basketball Association about the upcoming season. Rona, do you just want to tell us a little bit about what the season is going to look like?
13: Well, <laughs> we're hoping it's going to run. Um, we're planning on running as normal. We have applied to book the School of Gyms, and as of right now, they're still planning on allowing community user groups. So registration is open. Other than that, we're planning on running exactly as we have every other year where the kids practice once per week and then they get to have a game on saturdays and uh we like evaluations are scheduled to start october 24th with the season starting november 1st and running through to february 12th
2: do you want to just tell me a little bit about what the age categories are
13: grades two to eight
2: i see on the website that you guys are in need of volunteers how does one sign up for that
13: um, well, they can register for coaching on the website, and we also look for grade 8 and up students to, to ref the games, and we run a refing clinic November 6th, and to apply for that, they can just email us at mjmba at
2: What kind of COVID restrictions uh, do you guys have going on for at least the first part of the season?
13: We have to follow all the guidelines that Basketball Saskatchewan sets. So as of right now, um, we haven't heard the final, The final, but it'll be masks will have to be worn in. But right now, according to the release, youth are not required to wear masks while playing. So you know, we'll have hand sanitizers set up. Any spectators will have to wear masks indoors per the mask mandate. Um, and then, as of right now, the kids won't have to wear them, but like i said b s i is trying to get final breakdown on everything, and we haven't heard the regulations, but yes, like we have provincial mandate that all basketball organizations must follow so
2: when does registration end?
13: The day of evaluation we take people right up and unless if leagues are, or if certain age groups are filling up, I make notifications on Facebook or, and on the website that there's only so many spots left. Um, cause we try and allow as many people as possible in. It's just when it's, you know, one, one division gets really top heavy. It's hard to find enough coaches.
2: Yeah, absolutely. That was all the questions that I had. Um, is there anything that you would like to add that I might've missed?
13: Um, just that, uh, we're looking forward to seeing the kids back on the court and really hope that we're able to run a season.
1: No kidding. Loose John Minor basketball kitten set. There you go. Hey, we'll take uh, one more time out, shall we? Uh, no, we can't. We'll we'll, uh, we'll move along here. Uh, the 800-CHAB Pop Quiz. Hey, if you're not a regular listener in the mornings, uh, maybe you should be. The 800-CHAB Pop Quiz is brought to you by Bugsy's Irish Pub and Smitty's Town & Country Mall. We play each and every weekday morning. Well, not tomorrow, because we got the day off. But usually, each and every weekday morning, Monday through Friday, just after 7 o'clock. It's a chance for you to win a $15 gift card, which you can spend at either Bugsy's or Smitty's, Bugsy's, they're inviting you to check out their new appetizers during Appy Hour, which is actually Appy Three Hour, from three till six every day, where the prices are half, but the portions are full. Bugsy's Irish Pub, Town and Country Mall. Just saw a guy pull up uh, in the parking lot here, uh, Humpty's, C-H-A-B, that parking lot up here at the corner of Thatcher and Main, in a nice convertible. Soon, I'm thinking that guy will be putting that car away. And that's exactly what we talked about on Ask the Expert yesterday with our friend Greg Marcinec from Heritage Insurance. It's that time of year to uh, put your cars away, put your uh, summer vehicles away. And, uh, of course, Greg from Heritage Insurance is recommending you have those vehicles insured.
4: Number one we should have insurance. Well, that's for sure, Rob, and uh, you should definitely maintain that insurance, because in order to save money, uh, you may be tempted to cancel your auto pack policy, but the thing is, if you do, you're completely on your own. If there's a fire, if the people, if there's weight way snow collapse, or if it's stolen, so you can uh, have an extended auto pack, and uh, it'll take the policy, it'll cover you for the full year. So definitely, bad idea to really cancel your policy Uh, but as far as when you do put your baby away I think most everyone know that you should top up your gas you should put fuel stabilizer change all your fluids disconnect the battery or use a trickle charger Um, but what are some of the things when you're putting your baby away you should be doing Uh, I think first and foremost uh, a lot of people think it may be fruitless to wax your car before you put it away but uh, like as far as bird droppings or water drops, they can permanently damage the paint on there. And good idea to make sure you get under the fenders and clean any of the mud or grease in the undersides, as well as give uh, your seats a good... interior clean as well as give it a good conditioner so it's a good idea to do that and then also what I do is uh, put a cover over to protect it from dust and that over the period of the winter months. The other thing a lot of people will put their parking brake and I know uh, I've had mechanics say that that's a bad idea because they can fuse together so instead good idea just to purchase one or two chocks and just put them under the car from moving. The other thing as far as tire care, uh, if you leave a vehicle stationary too long it can come flat on the one side or that's on there so there's a couple things uh, that you can do either you put them up on jacks or remove the tires the only downside of this is if there is a fire you can't get them out so it's kind of a catch 22 and that's something that you should decide Uh, The other thing very important is to repel the rodents because uh, you should actually, uh, what we've done is I put steel wool either like in the exhaust pipe and then also cover up around your air intake. The other thing I do do is I put Santa dryer sheets or Irish spring shavings under there as well as surrounding the vehicle with mothballs. So just a few tips to make sure that your baby is all ready to go next spring
1: dryer sheets and irish spring
4: that's correct just shave the irish thing and dryer sheets does work those are hard words to say
1: (laughs) (laughs) who knew You learn something every day, and you're learning something new today from Greg Marsanek at Heritage Insurance on 800-CHAB's Ask the Expert. As always, Greg, you have these tips online on the Heritage Insurance website.
4: That's correct. Heritageinsurance.ca or nohassleinsurance.ca or just come on down the corner of Fairford and
1: First West. Greg Marsanek, Heritage Insurance on 800-CHAB. Never heard of that. Irish Spring, to protect your vehicles from rodents. Hmm. Uh, been a long time since I bought a bar of Spring. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of went out with high karate, didn't it? Isn't it didn't that didn't they like go out of style about the same time? And Brill Cream is that the can you still buy that stuff? I was uh, I was uh, sad to see uh, that uh, an old teacher of mine had passed away when I saw her obituary uh, earlier this week, but happy to see she lived to be a hundred years old. I'll tell you a little story about her on my daily commentary next. I'm Rob Kearney. It's the Heartland at Noon on CHAB.
0: When you're a farmer, you've learned to take the good with the bad because you've seen it all, and your roots are deep.
7: Daddy, I
12: want to be a farmer just like you.
0: Farming is about a sense of pride in an honest day's work, careful planning, and growing for the future. Moose Jaw Co-op is on your team. Early mornings, late nights, safely getting harvest completed with agro and fuel locations in Avonlea and Moose Jaw. We are growers. We are farmers. We are Moose Jaw Co-op. Be part of something bigger. Attention Malt Barley Growers. Prairie Malt and Bigger is offering competitive bids on 2021 Copeland, Metcalf, Synergy, Connect, Fraser, and Beau Barley varieties. And they also require soft white wheat, so send them samples today. Aggressive Bids and Nearby Movement is available for Malt Barley and soft white wheat into Bigger Saskatchewan. Contact Prairie Malt today for details and pricing. 1-306-948-3500. 1-306-948-3500. Call today.
1: I remember her, but I hadn't thought about her for years. And then I saw her obituary on DiscoverMooseJaw.com this week. Mrs. Duffin, Lila Eunice Duffin. She was my homeroom teacher when I was in grade 10 at Central Collegiate. Her room was on the fourth floor. I got my exercise that year. I also had the pleasure of being in one of her English classes. She was strict, but had a passion for teaching young people. The term project in that class was to create a poetry anthology featuring our favorite poets. I didn't have any favorite poets in grade 10, so I was lost. But one day, while I was listening to records, it dawned on me. I'd feature Simon and Garfunkel and their song lyrics in my anthology. I wasn't sure Mrs. Duffin would like that, but I took a chance and did my best. She loved it. In fact, she told me it was a brilliant idea, and I got an A on that project. You don't
6: forget things like that. I won't forget Mrs. Duffin. I'm Rob Carney.